You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 45 of the Ghoul Friends podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Celeste. I'm enjoying this alternating. It's giving me a break from the intro. Except we just don't know who did the last one. Who did it last time? They're probably so out of order and our lazy asses aren't going back to listen, so (laughs) you get what you get, It's me today. It's Caitlin's day. Popcorn. Popcorn Caitlin. Popcorn. Yes. It's pouring rain and disgusting. It's damn day today. It really is. And I gotta be honest, we had to like drag ourselves in here because today's like a day where you want to do jack shit. I know. I've been pretty productive though. I've got a nice yummy yeah, um, you have. chicken soup in the crock pot mm-hmm. and I made some really yummy chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, those are wicked good. I did not make lunch. We had leftovers. But hey, you know what? Eating leftovers. Need to do it. Yes. So we have some big news because we can't bring all the shit with us because... We're moving to where? Charleston. Idaho. (laughs) No, you know. You know. No. No. We are going to Charleston. It is official. It is legit. We're going. We're going. We're going somewhere. No, we we ain't staying here. (laughs) We made the announcement yesterday on social media. But we're a few episodes ahead. This is like going to be in your future ear holes. You're going to be like, this is old fucking news. Like we all like know already. Yeah, you've already bitched Um, 30 hours about this. But in this recording, we are brand new. Yeah. Um, Just found out this week. Everything kind of got finalized with your job. Yes. And transfer. And we already found a house. And that's all systems go. That's been our hardest part with all of our moves is finding a a rental that will accept three Three. animals. Yeah, that's tough. But thankfully, we have had good luck we with this have. house. And okay, Virginia was a little tough to get into. But <laughs> there was some swindling in Virginia. There was some swooning. <laughs> but this one, you know, was pretty straightforward and honestly really quick. So yeah. that's kind of a, a like oof, you know, sigh of relief. It is. So yeah, we have somewhere to put our asses. Yeah, and there's no nothing like moving during a pandemic. So I know. we'll see how that goes. Yes. Um. Yeah. At least your parents live there. So if we need to go somewhere. Yeah, we got somewhere to go. We we have a roof. Yeah, we do. (laughs) But y'all pray for us because we got to drive for two days with three damn animals in our car. (laughs) I don't know if we're going to make it. And stopping at a hotel and, you know. Unloading three animals into a hotel. If we all make it, it's going to be. Yeah. We're going to need some tequila. (laughs) Maybe we'll do some Instagram videos because we're going to be bored as hell anyway driving. And y'all can see the absolute chaos that is in our car. Mm -hmm. I think it's 16 hours from doorstep to doorstep. Is it? Because I think it was 15, 14 or 15 the other day. I know traffic, obviously. Yeah, the maybe pattern. it was 15. I think it was 15 or 16. Are you Googling? I'm going to do it now because I think I'm right and you're wrong. Oh, always. <laughs> Nothing new there. Um, no, I. it's going to be a long-ass drive. That's the summation of this. But Oh, um, it's only 14 hours. See, that's what I was saying. Oh, fuck you, Celeste. Why do you always have to be right? It's actually technically 13 hours and 48 minutes oh, right now. Excuse so. the fuck out of me. Yeah. That should be fun. 13 hours and 48 minutes of fucking fun. (laughs) Well, luckily, we're going to make the long, you know, kind of big drive on the first day. So we're going to try to get to Virginia, you know, midway through Virginia. So we may, you know, we'll have a longer day then and then like a quicker. Can't give you all the real location because y'all might come looking for us. Yeah. Well, we've got some. But you will find some hell of a fucking look on our face (laughs) if you do. We do have some Charleston peeps down there that yeah, have kind of wanted too. to grab a beer or something. So I think if we, mm-hmm. once we get down there and settled, you know, we can find somewhere to go. Or... We're allowed to be within six feet of each other again. <laughs> yeah. Someone on Instagram yesterday commented that, that we should do like a meet and, not, not like a meet and greet. That implies that we're famous. I know. I'm like, awesome. We're not. Meet and greet. I was like, <laughs> it's no. so cute. If you see our ugly asses at like Target, like you will see what we mean. <laughs> Like I said, reason that this is an audio show. <laughs> yeah. I got it this morning and I was like, just so you know, I'm not putting makeup on today. There's just no use. So. I've straightened my hair in like seven days, truly. <laughs> well, like, you're I like, haven't left the house in you... seven days. <laughs> I have to put on pants to remind myself that like, that is a normal like That's attire. A... <laughs> oh, I have to go to work every day. You do. But. You do, but not for long. You'll nope. be transitioning off here soon. Yep. And we'll, uh. I'm already, like, grimacing about this. <laughs> Be packing our asses up and heading south. It's so true. But, yes, once we get there, once all this pandemic craziness lifts, we will find a time uh, where we can all hang out and eat and drink and have fun. And that will be a good and time. And talk about ghosts. And talk about ghosts, because duh. Duh. Durr. Durr. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the other thing I was thinking about. What? If you don't mind. This kind of popped into my head before we started recording. I always mind, but go ahead. <laughs> I have I realized that obviously because you're hearing the episodes later because we pre-recorded a bunch. Yeah. 
um, that obviously we talked a little bit about, you know, obviously what the hell's going on in the world with coronavirus, but I realized too that we really, we might have listeners that are healthcare workers, and I just wanted to say thank you, like a big fucking thank you to all of you, Mm -hmm. because I can't imagine what you're doing, because I... I couldn't even... I mean, they're going to work and not going home. Right. (laughs) And a lot of people are having to just self-isolate completely because they don't want to even risk it. And that is some tough shit. So, you know, thank you. And uh, we hope we can keep you entertained while you're doing that. Yeah, for sure. So that was our our big old thank you. Badass. Yeah. And if you want a shout out, let us know. We can definitely give you a shout out. Yeah. Faux show. You're so smart. You're so sweet. I just thought about that. I was like, you know what? Like, you are former healthcare. Yeah. I am nowhere near healthcare because, <laughs> frankly, I'd probably slap shit out of someone. <laughs> like, I could not do that. I do not have the strength, the patience, or the stomach. No. Yeah. So. It gets pretty gnarly. Yeah. You, as a former dental hygienist, have seen some <laughs> shit. I could not. I could not imagine. Pretty gross. Yeah. No, thank you. And smelly. Oh, no. Smelly. <laughs> smelly, smelly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to continue on our hella haunted adventures yeah, through the United States. Go on our virtual tour again. Yes. So we are going to the southeast today. Which is fitting because as we're talking about moving Ayo. to the southeast. <laughs> well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and it's not Charleston. Just heads up. You got a little piece of Charleston in there. I got a little throwback to Charleston. All leads ro- or all leads all roads lead back to Charleston. Yes, they do. Yes. Yeah. Do you want me to start? Yeah, you're giving me a look like shut the fuck up. And- I always give you a look to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm going to let you go then. No, I have like a really short one okay. to start, and then I have kind of a doozer. Okay. Um, so I'll start um, in Savannah, Georgia, which okay. we have been, and mm-hmm. we very much no. enjoyed because there's open container laws. So you can That get was a, the weirdest damn thing. You can get a Bud Light in a plastic cup, and they're like, bye, like, have a good day. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Literally, and if you want to know the difference between Savannah and Charleston, there are two differences. One is in South Carolina, and one is in Georgia. <laughs> And one has no open container. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, they look very much alike. Very much. And both hella haunted. Hella haunted. Yes. We loved Savannah. I want to go back. We did. We did a ghost tour in Savannah. Yeah. And we got a friend down there now. We can... We do. And if we have any ghoul friends down there, hit us up. We could take the tour down to Savannah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay. So, this is in Savannah, Georgia. And yep. it's the 1790 Inn and Tavern. Okay. And it's not the year... 1790, it's the number 17, Okay. the word 100, 100. and then the number I 90. was wondering why you wrote it out like that. I'm like, <laughs> do you like have a brain fart in the middle of that? Makes sense. Okay. No, that's just the name of it. Um, okay. And it's located on East President Street, obviously mm-hmm. in Savannah, Georgia. Um, fun fact, it's the oldest hotel in Savannah. Oh, okay. Um, cool. And it was built in 1821, so. Old city. Yeah, she, she old. old. Um, so it's hella haunted, but only... Known um, by like one, to be haunted by one person, one spirit. Okay. Yes, um, and her a name monogamous haunting. <laughs> yes, she is the resident ghost of okay. seventeen hundred ninety inn. Um, her name is Anne Powell. Um, she kind of has a pretty sad story. Mm. She was seventeen years old um, and was pregnant. Oh yeah, and That's... not in a good time. No, no, to be you know young and pregnant. Yeah. Um, so she goes to this hotel and sure. just kind of has a meltdown. Yeah. And goes, she was staying in room 204. Okay. And she jumped out of the window to her death. Oh. And I assume the father was not. Yeah. They didn't know if it was just a passing, you know, sailor or like kind of what her story was um, with that. But she was really sad and. It was pretty shameful back then, obviously. So it's really, you know, kind of sad circumstances but yeah. she's still hanging out she only really hangs out in room 204 okay um and it's really hard to get into that room because um, uh-huh. it's a really like big hot spot for obviously paranormal investigators and oh, sure. you know thrill seekers that want to yeah. stay in there not us. Um, so, <laughs> nay, nay. i'll stay in the hotel i ain't staying in that room no no not 204 no so you have to sign a waiver to even stay in this room. <laughs> yeah, probably, And yeah. you have to be, I think it was like 16 or 18 years old to stay oh, in well, there. You can't okay. like bring your kids up in there. <laughs> <laughs> no kids. No kids. Okay. Um, so you have to sign a waiver saying like, you know it's really haunted. They're telling you that it's haunted and you will not get your money back if mm. you leave. And so, you ain't gonna sleep, so just pretty much be ready. She's very active. Okay. Um, she, like I said, she only stays into in the room 204. Yeah. And she... Likes to show herself and often shows herself by waking you up. 
uh, and staring at you, and then she starts crying and runs to the window and jumps out. Oh, well, that's a that's a very harsh way to wake up. <laughs> like, Dang. okay. Um, she's also kind of a little shady Sheila. So uh, right. She's got some Go- Joe Goldberg vibes coming on. And <laughs> Looking you, at you. If you haven't you. seen, <laughs> if you haven't seen the Netflix series, you, you go watch it. Go just Google Joe Goldberg, and you'll kind of get a sense of. <laughs> And, after, and while you're at it, go watch Tiger King. But we'll talk about Tiger that. King. <laughs> we'll get to that. In a we minute. binged that in about it, well, they're about an hour long. And oh it was my god! Literally all day yesterday. It was the most bizarre ride I've ever been on. But we'll we'll circle back. We'll, we'll come back around to that because that needs that needs some talking about. <laughs> yes, it does. Um. So yeah, she's kind of a shady. She's a little Joe Goldberg. She mm-hmm. likes to steal women's undergarments. And she'll hide them in the planters out front of the hotel. So you'll find your undies in the planters? So you're like, where the fuck my undies go? And then you walk outside and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> There's Carol's panties hanging out. <laughs> oh, God. I ain't got cute ones. So this is going to be like granny panties, like swinging in the wind. I saw a BuzzFeed article about granny panties coming back into style. And I'm like, I'm all oh, for thank that. God. I used to wear thongs, TMI, like in high school because that was like the, the thing to do. And now I'm like, oh, my God, like a constant wedgie all day. Like, no, give me those big, like nice comfy panties. Cotton panties. Yeah, like. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> they could no. be sexy. We've got some, like, lacy ones. Like, yeah. Like, ton- Celeste's mom is, like, a serial shopper. <laughs> and, like, she's got no shame in anything. And, like... No, she really doesn't. Always appreciative of everything she buys. She buys us a lot of clothes. Like, ships, like... Yeah. Like... She's <laughs> retired now. She has nothing Packages of clothes. But, like, she refuses to buy us anything, like, you know, sexy. <laughs> like, well, that'd be weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's, like... They're, like, bloomers. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god, please stop. <laughs> Not with the ugly undies. Like, <laughs> I am so thankful for them, but like, I don't want to wear them. <laughs> yeah. I know, what's the underwear company? Me undies? Have you ever heard of them? No. They're like custom, like, they do all sorts of cute little stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Me undies, yeah, yeah. if you're listening. Yeah, me undies. <laughs> we could use some, some cute undies. Some cute undies, yes. Yes. Um. So, yeah, she's hiding them in the bushes out front. <laughs> um. Yeah, so don't don't stay in room 204 if you don't want to get scared. Sure. Um, but the rest of the ha- the hotel doesn't seem that haunted, so okay. stay there if you want. It's yeah. pretty old. It looks it has like that creepy vibe. If sure. You it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're not gonna get your money back. You're gonna Good be luck. scared as fuck if you stay in room 204. Good luck. Yep. And oh. Cal will come to visit. Yeah. I wonder if we walked. Did we pass this? I looked at it and I didn't. It no, didn't look it didn't, familiar. It was on that river area. No, because I remember that one that they had the room, the one room, but like that had like the lights flickering. I don't. It was right yeah. next to the cemetery and this was, uh, this did not look familiar. Yeah. Well, the holiday and we stayed at in Savannah certainly was, it was not haunted. It was not haunted. <laughs> there was not, you never see them haunting like the holiday inn. No. <laughs> Man. Yeah. So that was kind of a short one, but I thought okay. it was pretty, pretty interesting. I liked the, the yeah. hiding the undergarments and bushes. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty funny. Yes. All right. Um, so do you want to do your big one or do you want me to do one? No. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> okay. So um, for this one. Oh. oh. Who just pinged us? It was Girlfriend's podcast. Oh, hey. To, to boost our post. We're, we're I'm trying. not sending money. We're recording as we speak. <laughs> no, um, they want my money. <laughs> oh, no. We got. We Give us $25. Our, yeah. We can reach you. Buy, buy merch show. Come on. <laughs> Which we've had some. Oh, yeah, um, we have had, have had some recent purchases, um, so thank you guys for that. It's keeping me active and busy, so. Yeah, that's Caitlin's gig, and um, someone asked if we could do magnets, so. Magnets we're gonna... and um, car stickers, so. Well, that's a good idea. If, yeah, if that's, uh, she wanted glitter, too, which was fun. I was like, ooh, glitter. I just want y'all to know, if I see your car with a girlfriend sticker, I am running up on you and honking and waving and, like, I'm going to, like, white snake it. I'm going to white snake across the hood. <laughs> <laughs> we'll park it first before Caitlin goes white snaking across the hood. Pour some sugar. I'm going to be, like, in my bloomers, sit right in my bloomers. Yeah, and her, like, old granny bloomers, like, rolling across the car. Buckle up, Charleston. <laughs> We're coming home. <laughs> we wild. We wild. <laughs> Oh yes. my god. Okay. All right. Continue. Are you ready? Now that everyone has that, that vision <laughs> visual of you playing across the hood. Mm. Oh god. All right. So for this one we're going to the Outer Banks area of North Carolina. And specifically we're going to and I believe this is how I've always heard it pronounced, but I'm sure I'll get hounded if it's not. Ocracoke, North Carolina or Ocracoke. Yeah. Most more specifically Ocracoke Island. Okay. Uh, sorry, we heard a 
possible cat. <laughs> well, it sounds possible like dripping. Ghost. Well, it sounds like dripping. Remember oh. we had a leak in Shit, here before? Nothing, nothing better be dripping. I know. I just keep feeling like I hear like a drip. So, good thing we're leaving. Landlord Larry, hits, you might have a leak. <laughs> if it hits the Big Mac, I'm going to be pissed. No, I, it sounds like it's over here somewhere. Okay. Keep listening. Or I'm just paranoid. Yeah, well, that too. Um, okay. Ochre Coke. Ochre Coke Island. We're going to be talking about a small channel of water that's off the coast of the island, and it's referred to as Teach's Hole, which sounds very <laughs> dirty, but it's not. Teach's Hole. <laughs> Just what a weird word. Yourself. Hole. I, I'm like, how did we get to this like name? Yeah. Anyway, so the reason that this is significant is because Edward Teach was also known as Blackbeard, which I think yes. we've all heard that name. Yep. And if you've been to Charleston, you've really heard Definitely. that name. That's yes. the throwback I was talking about. Mm-hmm. So, um, like I said, a fun fact, he was very popular in Charleston. He came there a lot um, and kind of just riled people up and can got I, shit going. Can I tell mm-hmm. my fun story? Oh, about yeah, 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 I do have a fun story. Yep. So this was when, um, so Celeste has been in Charleston, like, back and forth, like, family forever. Yeah. Your entire life. I moved... In 2012, and we left in 2016. Ooh. No, 17. Was, 2017. Yeah, I was hellion in college when I, you know, we moved down. <laughs> so I lived there for five years, but this was one of the first um, kind of experiences I had in Charleston. We went downtown. My brother's, um, well, now ex-girlfriend, mm. she worked downtown in, like, the historic part. So right we near would, the Pineapple Fountain. Yes, right in front of the pi- Pineapple Fountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you know Charleston, that's that art gallery right there. Yep. So we'd go and pick her up because they only had one car. Yep. Well, there was one car between the three of us at that point. <laughs> Desperate times. Folks. Desperate times. Yeah, we were pretty poor. We lived in a studio apartment. I lived in the closet. <laughs> that's a whole other story. On a blow-up mattress. Yeah. yeah. Rough times. We're doing better. So. Yeah, we don't live. <laughs> we'd, <laughs> we've upgraded a little bit. Yeah. Yes, I have. Another story. Yeah. Um, so we had gone to a liquor store. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and it just kind of looks old and it's on the um, corner for our Charleston people in the corner of East Bay and Meeting. Broad. Broad. Shit. Broad. That's right. The dungeon. East Bay. Right next to the Provost Dungeon. Yep. Um, it's to the right of it and it's just kind of like tan. It's little. And it's got one red circle. Yep. And that was kind of a new concept for us because like there's no oh. red circles in the north oh, yeah so we kind of went in and we we're just asking the guy like you know what is the red circle and he basically told us the history mm-hmm. of obviously it kind of was um the front room there was a barber shop yeah but if you saw the red dot you knew it was alcohol which obviously during the prohibition was illegal yeah and that was a frequented spot blackbeard would go get a haircut get some liquor and Move bounce on. out. So I mean, we really do it. It's like been, the Walmart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can get it all done. You can get it all done. So That's just really a fun cool. fact that, you know, we've both walked in a building that Blackbeard has walked in. Yeah. Wasn't that the oldest liquor store? Katie's weighing out about something. There's a fucking ghost in here. I'm telling you. Oh, Look at her. She or, is a, or a bug. I don't know. Oh, That's God. Crazy. It's fine. We leave. We'll sage. We'll do the whole thing before we go. Okay. All right, so yeah, everyone's like, "What a shit show!" Get back to get anyways. Back that was my her. fun story of Blackbeard in Charleston. Yeah, continue. Yes, and like you said, he would frequent obviously the uh, bootleg liquor stores. Uh-huh. He also um, was arrested there and held in the old Provost Dungeon. Well, he wasn't a you know. Well, he wasn't that honorable dude. <laughs> yeah, and um, in one episode of that, he was able to escape by dressing himself as a woman. So, dude was shameless; like he was getting up out of there no matter what it took. Um, but some additional information on him: he obviously was a very feared pirate, and he robbed ships in the Atlantic um, from 1716 to 1718, and he actually died November 22nd. 1718, in this channel of water off of Ocracoke Island, okay. North Carolina. So that's where this... So he left Charleston from. and went north. Yes. Okay. Yep. So kind of the story behind that is that a warrant for Blackbeard's death was issued by the governor of Virginia. You know, basically all these um, coastal areas of the yeah. southeast were just pissed off. Sick you know, of like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, there were a bunch of pirates. The piracy was a huge yeah. enterprise at the time. So Blackbeard was kind of one of the big bad ones, and they were sick of it. So... He issued um, an arrest warrant, or a warrant basically to kill him. I don't think they were looking to arrest him. Yeah, that's a very popular theme. It was with, um, like, Bonnie and Clyde, too. Yeah. It wasn't about arresting. It was like, we want you gone. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he hired a man named John Maynard to do this. Okay. So Maynard took a crew, and they kind of hid within the channel, and they ambushed Blackbeard and his crew 
Um, so they weren't expecting them. They just kind of pop up and they're like, boo, bitch. Mm-hmm. And they start fighting. Um, during the battle, Blackbeard um, was shot multiple times and he, you know, died of his wounds from this. Okay. So obviously Maynard had done what he came there to do. Yes. Um, and, you know, when you do that, you, you got to have a trophy because that makes sense. Yeah, well. <laughs> but you have to remember a lot of, uh, at this kind of point in time, too, a lot of times uh, pirates that were captured and executed were often hung at the entrance of harbors as a way of kind of warning people that, you know, you were not, if you were going to be pirating around, you, you should not be coming in. Right. It was kind of a reminder to everyone to, mm-hmm. like, get their shit straight. Right. So Maynard, you know, decided he was going to decapitate Blackbeard and hang his head off of his ship. As you do. As, you know, I killed him. (laughs) Like, here we go. Trophy. And according to legend, when they did that, they threw his body into the water and it supposedly swam around the ship three times before sinking. (laughs) So that's the kind of the creep factor to it, right? Yeah. So obviously this is where he was killed. His body was thrown into the ocean here. And, you know, this is a very... You looking around and you're scaring me. (laughs) We watched The Invisible Man last night and Caitlin's been on edge ever since. (laughs) Really good movie, though, by the way. It was pretty scary. No, I just keep hearing that, like... like, I feel like it's a splash of water. Is it the crock pot going? Like the Instapot? I think that... No. Just keep going. All right. All right. Just keep going. Sorry. Y'all want to be part of our lives. (laughs) (laughs) So... Let's talk about the hauntings around this area. Because okay. obviously this stretch of water is very, very haunted. Is it the water that's haunted? Yeah, it kind okay. of seems to be. Okay. Um, so there are, you know, a couple things that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, one is that people on the coast can often see strange lights moving under the water. Usually these lights are blue. And they kind of circle this small area, the channel. And it's thought that it's Blackbeard's body. Okay. Searching for his lost head. Spooky. Ooh. Yep. And then it's said on stormy nights when the wind is really high that you can hear Blackbeard's actual voice calling out, where's my head? Ooh. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of, like, the Headless Horseman. A little bit. Yeah. Everybody looking for their damn heads. Yep. Yikes. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. I do want to... And, like, swimming around the boat. That's That's fucking weird. Yeah. It is creepy. (laughs) Probably not, you know, if I had to guess, probably more folklore than real. Yeah. (laughs) It's still a creep factor to it. So, yeah. Yeah. That is Blackbeard and his demise. Interesting. Off of Ocracoke. Ocracoke. Good one. Yeah. That's a really cool one. Yes. Very interesting. Thank you. Never heard that before. No. I've heard of Blackbeard. I never knew how he died. Never. Yeah. I just came up with a cool idea. <gasps> Charleston area folks. What if once we're all allowed to be together again, we do a ghost tour together? <gasps> oh, that, that would that be, not be fun. fun. Let's do it. Let's Leanne, do get it. your ass down from North Carolina. Yeah. Come and Lindsay. And Lindsay. Yes. All of you. Oh my y'all. God. Can we have a Southern reunion with all our people? Oh my God. Yes. Y'all can we'll just throw one. bojangles at us as we like run towards y'all like in slow motion. <laughs> Like chariots of fire playing in the background. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? I plan to eat my way through Charleston when I get down there. We have our list I miss of the food so fucking much. We do have our list of restaurants and things that yes. you know, we are ready for. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. I've gone on a ghost tour. With you ghoul friends. With you ghoul friends. That'd be fun. We're going to scream like little bitches. <laughs> say, I hope y'all ready for me to jump on you because we friends and I will clutch uh, to you. Yeah. Not wrong. Yeah. Cool. All right. You ready? Yeah. What you got? We are going to go somewhere that you have been and I have been near. Oh, okay. Bye. Um, we are going to the Biltmore Ooh, in yeah. Asheville, North Carolina. We Fun. did go to Asheville. We didn't get to go to Biltmore. It was really expensive. Well, it was expensive. And remember our dog sitter flaked out and we had to drive back oh, after a day. that's right. I can't speak her name, but. You know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> I don't think they listened, but. Oh, I, I was so fucking pissed. Asheville's beautiful. The Biltmore is beautiful. We will go. Now that we're going to be down there, we can make uh, the trip up. Now that we got Jeff and Kathy to watch the pets. Free pets. <laughs> yes. They're going to listen and be like, no. <laughs> Have we not done enough for you? <laughs> it's true. Um, so, some background on the Biltmore. It mm-hmm. was built uh, for George Washington Vanderbilt II in 1895. Yep. Um, so, it was just a small little summer home for him. He called it his little mountain escape. Little mountain escape. Yeah. Um, It's the largest privately owned house in the United States. Google (laughs) it and you will see that it's not little. It's only 178,000 square feet that sits on more than 8,000 acres. And he originally made it that size, correct? Like, 
Yeah. It wasn't little. Like, it was, no, it was no, always no. a big-ass yeah. house. Yeah. This thing is huge, y'all. It's, like, it's huge. Huge. I mean, yes. 8,000 acres. Yeah. Um, so, the dude just wants his little mountain chateau. <laughs> As we all do. As we all do. We could live there. Yeah, we could live there. No, we can't. Seymour. <laughs> we can't live there. It's a telehaunted. Um, so, okay. what this guy does is he buys all this land to build this, obviously, huge estate. Okay. He flattens 50 farms and at least five cemeteries. I'll do it. <laughs> Buckle up. Yeah. So he and his wife, Edith, live there yep. and have one child, um, and her name is Cornelia. Y'all had one kid in that whole damn house. Yeah, well, don't worry. There's still there's a lot of people in there, okay. <laughs> dead and alive. <laughs> All right. Um, so he obviously builds this, like, massive, massive estate. Uh, but his favorite part is the library. You can always find him in the library. Oh, like, okay. Not that you're going to go hunt someone down. Like, it's not like he's just, like, upstairs. Yeah. But if you ever wanted to know where he was, like, you could probably always find him in, in the, library. the library. I wonder if he had the Beauty and the Beast bookshelves and the ladder thing that swung That around. literally, when I was little, Beauty and the Beast is my favorite Disney movie, FYI. But oh, yeah. when I was little, like, that was probably one of the most magical moments of my life, other than when... Santa Claus brought me the magic mirror and put it in my stocking. Oh, that yeah. was magical. But watching that on TV, it was like, I want, like, I wanted this huge library with like a, a sliding Can't ladder. Sugar daddy for forever. <laughs> I don't want that anymore. She get one. <laughs> no. She one. Yeah. So, fun fact: yep. he was not a fan of big thunderstorms. And if you've ever lived in the South, Ooh, you know that there are some fucking doozers. Didn't you say you about like? Was, like, ready to get into the basement or something when the first one happened. <laughs> well, so, like, you've heard northern thunderstorms. Like, there's, they can be big, but not... Nah. In the south, it's like somebody is in your bedroom with yep. a shotgun next to your ear. And it's, like, out of the blue, too. It's not like you get a little rumble and then, like, uh-huh. a big one. It's, like, kerboom! Summer, so, especially. Yes. Because it's, it's so fucking hot. Like... It's true. Um, so... Also, heat lightning is pretty fun, too. Yeah. When there's, like, not really any clouds, and they can just see, like, just, like, lightning go through the sky. That's, That's fun. True. Oh, my God, we're going back. Okay. So, he's not a big fan of thunderstorms. Okay. I get it. Um, and he would always go to his basement. I mean, not his basement. His library. <laughs> there's more to that. So, my aunt, Lulu. Yeah. Um, her name was Susie, but we called her Lulu. Um, was terrified of thunderstorms, and she would okay. always go into her basement. Hmm. So, it just reminded me of that. Like, he would go okay. to his library. She would go to the basement. I gotcha. Um, so yeah, they kind of just live their life there. He hangs out in his library and George Washington Vanderbilt II has an emergency appendectomy and dies on the table. That sucks. Yeah. So his wife is very overwhelmed with all the space for her well, and so her how daughter. How are you going to clean all that for one? Sure. It seems like they got enough money that they could probably hire a couple <laughs> maids. <laughs> um, so she kind of just sections off. It was called the bachelor wing Mm-hmm. But she kind of just makes that her space, so she's not so overwhelmed. She it's doesn't really live house. in the house. Yeah, it's just kind of her little, her little spot. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Um, so Cornelia grows up. She gets married, um, and they decide to move in because you know they've got enough space well, that hell, they can live yeah. there too and have their own wing. Um, and Cornelia and her husband have two children in the same room that she was born. So like, kind of fun fact. Yeah. Um. This was in the 1930s, just to give you some timeline of mm-hmm. this. Um, and obviously that was kind of in the middle of um, the Great Depression. Yep. So they kind of need some money because, you know. Times are getting tough. Know, they're trying to survive. So you then they start. the electric bill in that big ass <laughs> yeah. house. So they start realizing that, you know, they've got this pretty badass grand house. So yeah. let's open it to the public oh. and charge admission. But they were still living in it? Yes. But um, they, remember, it's so fucking big. So they just didn't, like, let they, them go Yeah, they area. had their wings, their separate wings, and the rest of the area they, they just, could. They like, take tours of the other areas. Uh-huh. I gotcha. Um, so they actually shut it down um, during World War One and World War Two. Okay. Um, and they had moved a lot of the artwork and sculptures from their house to the National Gallery of Art in Washington, D.C., just oh. in case it was attacked Okay. Nothing would get ruined or yeah, stolen or anything sure. like that. Um, so you can still see a lot of the original art from the original Biltmore um, in the Gallery of Art in D.C. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so Cornelia and her husband uh, get a big old divorce. And um, then it kind of just, like, breaks the whole family up. And it becomes a free-for-all with, like, their extended family. And everybody just decides, like, they're going to move in, they're going to move out. Like, <laughs> everybody just gets a room. Yeah. So that just was not... Uh, 
going well for Mama Vanderbilt. Mm -hmm. So she basically says, nobody's going to live here. I'm not living here. You're not living here. Everybody get out. And then they only kept it open as a tourist attraction. Oh, I see. Which it still is today. today. Um, So it's still um, owned by the family. It's just been passed on, passed on. That's cool. Um, And that's kind of what George Washington Vanderbilt II wanted. Sure. Was it always to... Remain in the family. Yep. Um, so just to give you an estimate of the worth of the house right now, <laughs> it's just worth a you know measly $157 million. Just a cool just 157 mil. Yes. And it only goes up because obviously it is a huge tourist attraction and it's very oh, expensive to get into. Yeah, you will pay. <laughs> yes. So that's kind of the background of oh. it. And let's get to the spooky stuff. Yes. Any questions? No. Okay. Other than I want to go now. <laughs> well, we could go soon. Um, so obviously, as you know, from the beginning of my little story there, he demolished five cemeteries, so. You're gonna have some shit. You're gonna have some typical things. Now, I don't know if this is just because it's a huge house and, like, there's creaky, weird things that go on, but a lot of just typical poltergeist activity, um, just, you know, lights going on and off, just kind of pissed off spirits and just things will move, things will shift, lights, doors. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, but George Washington Vanderbilt II, the original owner and builder of the house, uh-huh. um, remember he loved his library? Yes. Remember he hated thunderstorms? Yes. When a thunderstorm comes in, it's often seen as a man's outline in the library. Oh, and they believe so that it's like him. Out. Yep. That he's still just, Aww. you know, kicking it in the, in the library. Um, his wife, Edith, is still there as well, okay. it is believed. Um, and she's still there just doing her wifely thing and still hollering at George. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you basically, uh, can go in and you often can hear her just like, George! <laughs> <laughs> That's the most married thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, really? a lot of, uh, visitors and more reported, um, more things have been reported by staff of okay. hearing that. Yep. Like, just a woman's voice, like, yelling out, George! <laughs> Bitching in the afterlife. So just, you know, George is just fucking off in the afterlife. <laughs> Um, and there's also just a, an eternal party going on there. Um, there's a big dining hall, and yeah. you'll often hear, um, like, clinking um, glasses um, and music and oh. laughter kind of in this big dining hall. Yeah. And they also had a very grand, like, beautiful pool inside. Oh, I've seen this, yes. And it's often, you can hear splashing and, like, uh, water, but do you want to hear the kicker? It's not dining water. The pool's empty. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. I think I remember that from yep. last time. Yep. So, there's just people partying at the Biltmore. Well, and... there's enough room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is said that both him and his wife still hang out there. Sure. I can see why. Yeah. It's not like a shabby little place. No. Nope. <laughs> no. No, it's awesome. Highly recommend. I want to go once we get back. Um, you can actually, they have, obviously they've expanded it in the mm-hmm. past years. And so now they have like different hotels on the site where you can like see the Biltmore from mm-hmm. the hotel. Yes. Very expensive, yeah. but very pretty. Mm-hmm. But maybe we can do our like an anniversary there or something. That That'd would be, be fun. fun. Do a do a weekend getaway. That would be fun. I agree. Yeah. All right. Onward. Onward. I'm out of breath now. <laughs> I just rambled. <laughs> so I have a little one and I have a big one. Okay. Which one you want first? Do the little one. Okay. So for this one, we are going to Corolla, North Carolina. Corona. No, not Corona. Corolla. <laughs> oh, can I tell you a funny story? Yeah. I call my grandparents, my mom's parents, every Sunday morning. Yeah. It used to be at seven twenty, and if I called at seven eighteen, my grandfather would literally like answer the phone and be like, "Yeah, you're calling." Like, and yeah. then he'd hang up. He's like, mili- like, <laughs> yeah. If it's seven twenty one, militant. He, yeah. Yeah. He would just be like, "You're late." <laughs> and like, they called me one time, and it was like. Quarter of eight, and they like thought I was in the hospital. So, like, oh, yeah, no, no, they no, will no. come like calling, they'll call me, yeah. And I'm like, no, we, we just woke up. Well, now <laughs> they're you know, they're in their 70s and they're liking their you know, time off and sleeping. And mm-hmm. so now they're like, can you call like around eight? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. So, I called this morning. My grandfather, he's a man of very few words, but he sure. always answers first and like just usually asks about the weather and stuff. And he's like, how's it going with the corona? I was like, <laughs> It's good. We don't have, we don't have it. And he's like, good. And he goes, well, I got the corona. And I was like, what? Well, you better not have. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I got the corona. Someone threw a corona bottle out the window and landed on my front yard. Oh, my God. <laughs> the 
many quotes of Papa. Such a jokester. Such a jester, that man. But he doesn't laugh at it at all. He just like no. that was it. He's like, all right, here's your grandmother. And okay. that's it. And that's that. Yes. Um, so yeah, continue. Okay. Well, for this one, we're not going to Corona. Not we're going to Corolla, okay. North Carolina. Um, which made me think, wasn't your first car a Corolla? Yep. Did I make that up? Nope. Okay. Toyota What's Corolla. It? 1998. Ballin'. Ballin'. I was for Oxford Hills, Maine. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So, for this, we are going to the Currituck, uh, Beach Lighthouse. Okay. I'm just trying to make sure I said that right. Um, so, you know, lighthouses on the coast, big deal, big thing. Yep. Most are now, obviously, automated. Yes. And do not require people to be there, but back in the day... Basically, it was like a full-time job. Um, and from what I read, you know, if someone was given the job of working as like a, a lighthouse keeper, their whole family moved out to the lighthouse with them, and they all lived there. Yes. So, for this one, we're going to talk about the Johnson family. And they began running the lighthouse in 1916. Mm-hmm. And this included, I believe, George Johnson, I believe his wife, and his daughter, Sadie. Okay. So, things were going well, but... Shady unfor- Sadie. Shady Sadie. <laughs> well, unfortunately, in 1927, Sadie went missing one day. Oh. And they looked for her, but they couldn't find her. And the next day, they found that her body had washed ashore. Oh, so, she sad. had drowned. So, obviously passed away. Um, and ever since then, her room in the lighthouse, which is called the North Room, has been hella haunted. Ooh. And it kind of has, like, a curse component to it. Because okay. it seems like every family that came to keep the lighthouse after the Johnson family experienced tragedies of some kind. Mm, like, um, I believe they, one family had someone die of tuberculosis. Okay. One had a terrible accident. It just seemed like there was kind of this curse over that the lighthouse. Followed the lighthouse. Okay. Yep. And also the room itself, like I mentioned, is really haunted. Visitors will report that if they're in that room, because I believe you can tour it now, mm-hmm. that their uh, clothes will be tugged. They also uh, have reported hearing um, a voice in the room and feeling just a very chilly kind of dread just, yeah. sensation. Ooh. So that's kind of my, that's a little one. A little bitty. Yeah, but you can go it's tour it. Um, yeah. Where is that near? Do you know? I don't. Okay. I need to look it up. Oh, the coast. River Corolla, North Carolina. Gotcha. <laughs> so yeah, that's my little one. Okay. Are you ready for my big one? Yes. Okay. So for this one, we're going to Virginia. Virginia. And we're going to visit... Virginia. Oh, I can't say the name. Never mind. Yeah, don't say it. <laughs> don't say it. <laughs> um, I for... just spit out my drink. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. For this one, we are going to Surrey, Virginia. Or if you have a thick southern accent, Surrey, Virginia. Surrey. Surrey. As that, like, you know, Gone with the Wind accent goes. Now, like, the very thick southern accent, all I can think of is Leanne. <laughs> Leanne. That's a compliment. It is. Everyone uh, thinks I'm from the South with my accent. Yeah, because you still have an accent. <laughs> I'm going home, oh, okay? Yeah, you will be right, right, right with accents down there. Yes. Yes. Um. So, yeah, we're going to, and I believe Surrey is in, uh, I think Surrey? it's kind of Surrey, Virginia. Oh. It's kind of in the southern part. I'm saying curry. I'm hungry. <laughs> Surrey with okay. an S. Surrey. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, and in Surrey, we are going to a place called Bacon's Castle. Oh, I like it. Which I read this and I was like, two things I love are castles and bacon, so sign me sign up. Me up. <laughs> and we'll find out why it's called that. Um, <laughs> this thing is hella old. Okay. It is the oldest brick building in North America. Ooh. It was built in 1665. That's old. And has J- Jacobian architecture. You'd have to look that up. I'm not an architecture snob. Okay. Um, it's very pretty. It does look like a brick castle if you Google pictures of this. Cool. Um, so why Bacon's Castle? Um, it was never actually like owned by anyone named Bacon. Okay. <laughs> at all. Actually, uh, Major Arthur Allen owned the home and built it for his family. Oh. It's called Bacon's Castle because it was occupied by followers of Nathaniel Bacon during Bacon's Rebellion. Oh. So if you're like me and it's been a cool, like, 15-plus years since you were in a history class and you have no (laughs) idea what that is, I will inform you because I had to look this up myself. So uh, Bacon's Rebellion, just to jog everyone's memories, uh, took place between 1676 and 1677. So we were not even really America yet. We were still the colonies at this point. Makes sense. Yeah. So this began in Virginia when uh, Virginia militiamen uh, were chasing, they basically pursued the Doeg, uh-huh. Doeg Indians or Native Americans north along the shores of the 
Potomac River. And if you're like me, <laughs> I called the Potomac the Potomac for way too long. <laughs> and then we moved to D.C. and I was swiftly important. That was not... You were corrected. <laughs> we just hanging out on the Potomac River, y'all. Yes. Yeah. So they were pursuing the Native Americans kind of up the shores of the river. And in doing this, ended up attacking another tribe called the Susquehannock Indians. Um, and basically, obviously, that's going to piss them off. I mean, yeah. rightly so. And the Native Americans began uh, raiding, you know, the settlements of these militiamen. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just started a big old tiff. Yep. Which, you know, frankly, we were in the wrong because it was their land first. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving along. So the governor of Virginia, Sir William Berkeley, decided to kind of handle this problem. He kind of, he had this passed by the General Assembly of Virginia. Okay. And his strategy was that he was going to bring in um, their Native American allies and basically isolate the Susquehannock tribes and attack them. Because I guess in his mind, they were like the problem. Uh-huh. Again, don't agree. Don't. <laughs> but um, that's kind of was the thinking. Um, a lot of people, a lot of settlers did not like this at all because they wanted an all-out war against the Native Americans. Because, you know, apparently their land was somehow magically, you know, their land. So. <laughs> this land is your land. This land is not it's your not land. Your land. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> we see this pattern frequently through American history. Um, yes, many people were against that plan. They wanted a full-out war. And even better, and I say that very sarcastically, they wanted to get... Um, some of the Native Americans taken as prisoners so that they could be made into their slaves. Hmm. Dick move. Right. Yeah. Adjust your life. What do you do? Look yeah. at your life. Look at your choices. <laughs> look at your life. Ooh, I haven't thrown that one out in a long time. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> so <laughs> Nathaniel Bacon kind of became the leader of this idea that we should have an all-out war against the Native Americans. So at this point, we kind of have a mini civil war going on. We've got, okay. you know, Nathaniel Bacon leading these people that just want to fight all the Native Americans. And then we have supporters of the governor who want to use the Native American allies but isolate this one specific tribe. Okay. So basically, this led to um, Nathaniel Bacon, you know, to basically taking out volunteer troops of his followers to raid Native American um, settlements and villages um, and just kind of plunder and, you know, do bad things. Yep. Um, and this went on for a long time. Like I said, this was between 17... Uh, I'm sorry, 1676 to 1677. Okay. So in this, obviously, as uh, Bacon and his troops were moving along, Bacon's castle, Major Arthur Allen's castle, was in their way. Okay. Major Arthur Allen and his family decided to flee because they felt that their lives were in danger. My guess is they were supporters of the governor. Yep. So they fled. So it was just their house. Okay. Um, but the followers of Bacon took up residence there. They hung out there for a bit. Okay. And destroyed a good part of the house in the process, unfortunately. But the funnier part is that Bacon never actually went there. <laughs> it was just his followers that That's were there. Funny. But it's still very widely known as Bacon's Castle because yeah. of this. So, you know, they stay there for a bit. They're, you know, everyone's fighting everyone. Um, Nathaniel Bacon ended up dying of dysentery in 1676, mm. which if you've done the Oregon or Oregon Trail... <laughs> My ass got taken out by dysentery, too. Every time. (laughs) Every time. Every time. (laughs) You know, the fighting went on for another year after he died, but eventually the Crown sent troops to Virginia to kind of calm this thing down because they were on the side of the governor. Okay. And it eventually kind of got quelled, but there was a lot of strife and a lot of uprise in the meantime and a lot of destruction. And unfortunately, the castle withstood a lot of that. So there's been a big effort, if you go on their website, to uh, kind of restore these areas and Mm -hmm. like historically preserve them. Yep. Um, it's very beautiful. You can take tours. Um, I saw that they have a completely restored English garden. Like, it's a very oh, pretty okay. ground. I'd like to see it one day if we're ever back in Virginia. But yeah. Of course, it's haunted, so. Well, yeah. You didn't come here for the English garden, folks. <laughs> you came here for the ghosts. I have a funny little tidbit to throw in there. Would you like to do that now? Yes. Okay. Just on the bacon every time you You may approach the bench. (laughs) (laughs) I here declare. (laughs) Yes. With my mom's daycare growing up. Yeah. um, Caitlin is kind of a hard word for like small children to learn. Sure. So I've been called like Caitlin was one, Kaitin, Kaden, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. kind of weird ones. There was this one girl. Oh, yeah. And (laughs) I know the story. She just, she would try so hard. You'd just be like, Kate, Kate, and Lynn. And she'd say, Lynn, and Caitlin. And all she would do is, Bacon. 
Did, did, was it just bacon or was it Caitlin Bacon? It became Caitlin Bacon when she got older oh. and then they, she could say it. Yeah. But it was always just like, Caitlin Bacon, Caitlin Bacon. <laughs> it was always like, bacon. Bacon. Because <laughs> she could say Kate and she could say Lynn, but when she would say it together, just bacon. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it was really works. cute. It was really, really cute. It reminds me of Gabby a little bit. Um, because here's a cute little story about, you know, my little sis school friend, Gabby, is that she could not say my name either, because mm-hmm. Celeste is hard, obviously, yeah. to pronounce, even by grown people yeah. that think it's Chelsea. It's not, <laughs> there's no H. Yeah. That's a pet peeve. But she would try to say Celeste, couldn't do it, so she started calling me, um, Cece. They wanted her to call me by my initials, mm-hmm. and that turned into Sissy. So she has always called me Sissy, Sissy. for that That's reason. Cute. Yeah. And I call her sassy because she's sassy as hell. <laughs> I call my brother asshole. So. <laughs> you know, whatever works, folks. In, yes. You know, terms of love. <laughs> terms of endearment. Terms of endearment. Okay. Haunted, hella haunted. Bacon. Bacon, yes. Yeah, hella haunted Bacon's Castle. So there's a couple kind of odd things that happen here. Um, one are that many people when they're on the grounds will see Fireballs, and I mean like literal balls of. Not the drink. Fireball shots do not just materialize out of the air. Okay. It's goodness gracious, sweet balls of fire rolling around there. Yep. So they're seen near the castle, Ooh. and it's kind of thought that this may be connected to some folklore from that time. Um, back then, obviously, we did not understand what comets or anything occurring sure. in the skies were. Mm-hmm. Um, they were often thought that they were bad omens or premonitions of bad things to come. Mm-hmm. And an example of this is that a comet was spotted in Virginia in 1675, you know, right before Bacon's Rebellion began. Okay. And this is thought that it kind of signaled the premonition of the castle and its future ruin Mm -hmm. by the followers of Bacon. So that kind of is linked to the, you know, the fireballs being sighted. They come out of the stairs. Um, Supposedly, there's also uh, blood on the stairs that won't go away. We see that pattern again. A lot. Yep. So we've got fireballs, you know, that's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously with the time period, um, the family that lived in Bacon's Castle, they did have slaves on the property. Okay. It's thought at one time over 300 slaves were oh. there. Obviously a pretty horrific time in history. Yeah. Um, so many uh, spirits that are thought to be former slaves have also been seen on the grounds. Ooh. This includes the disembodied head of an African-American woman okay. that is seen kind of floating about. Uh-huh. And the basement tends to be the really active area of the castle. Mm. It's thought that a young girl that could have been a slave girl passed away there. And when they're down there, people will feel um, like their clothing being tugged, mm-hmm. um, very uneasy. Yeah. Um, and it just everyone kind of agrees. The basement seems to be the epicenter just not, not of the haunting. Yeah. Mm. Because you have to remember, the conditions for these people were horrid. Horrid. Yeah. And a lot of people died of disease, yeah. overcrowding, and lack of, you know... Any, frankly, anyone caring. Yeah. So there's a lot of, you know, hurt and bad energy tied to the property. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. We do my page flip. Yep. All right. A few other things. Um, just kind of your more run-of-the-mill stuff. Uh, you can stay there, apparently. <laughs> Guests will find their rooms completely ransacked. Ooh. As if there, someone has, like, God looted their shit. room. Yeah. yeah, just shit everywhere. So, Nobody's stealing anybody else's panties. Not that I've read. <laughs> no panty thieves. No Jill Goldbergen going on in there that I, you know, I heard of. Um, some more kind of aggressive stuff is that uh, things have been known to fly off the shelves in front of people in rooms. Like they will see things actually move, which I'm not a fan. No. Oh, dog got fight. A dog fight going on. There. <laughs> Just some other items are, uh, you know, disembodied voices, footsteps, gunshots. And it's so active to the point where the Center for Paranormal Research and Investigation, which is a well-known investigation group, went out there and conducted a formal investigation in March of 2014. And they do have a published report. You can read it online. Um, Yeah, they were able to debunk some of these claims, as Mm -hmm. you usually do, but there was a lot that they could not debunk, and they agreed it was one of the most active places in Virginia. Was that a dog? It sounded like someone with a recorder. I don't know. We have okay. disembodied voices out there. <laughs> Speaking of. Yes. So, yes, that is Bacon's Castle. Interesting. And it's really pretty. We'll Google it yeah. after and I'll show you what it looks like. I like it. Yeah. So, those those were mine. Cool. My that was Bacon's. a fun episode. Yeah. I think next we're going to do Hella Haunted Mid- Midwest, I Midwest, think. Midwest, yeah. Yes. 
And I think we're going to wrap it up after that or for our little Hella Haunted series. I was also thinking maybe we should do an extra one on Alaska and Hawaii. Oh, that'd be since fun. Since they're like not in actual regions of the continental U.S. Let's do it. They're states. They All deserve right. love too. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. All right. My bad. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Excuse the We're doing another one. Okay. <laughs> and we got a lot to front record if we gonna move. So. Yeah, we do. Truly. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to try to keep on our schedule. We are ahead right now, as you know. Yep. Um, so bear with us. We will keep you updated if we get, you know, to a point where we can't. We need to take a little break. Um, but, you know, we promise to get back in your ear holes if we do, but we are hoping to not have to take any breaks. Any breaks. And yep. we can keep you informed and keep an eye on our social media so you can watch our shit show ensue here that's gonna happen i'll try and video our drive down it's gonna be interesting yeah for sure it'll yeah yeah and one day uh one of these episodes will be the first from the new house yep that'll be fun that will be fun yes so so let's or anything other um anything else we need to wrap up i don't think so um still can find merch at ghoulfriendspodcast.cottoncart.com. Look at you go. Come visit me on Facebook, Ghoulfriends Podcast. Yeah. You can find us on Instagram. Well, at she's going for it. Ghoulfriends Podcast. She, she do it. You can find us on Twitter at ghoul underscore friends. Ooh, she's almost there. And what am I missing? Email. Ah, email. And you're close. Easy, easy. That's uh, ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Boom. Bitch, get out the way. <laughs> well, hell, you just have fun. You just do it on your own. You got it. No. <laughs> I will not. I just I had it in my mind, and off I went. Fair enough. And remember, if you have a listener story, which you know. we've been getting a good bit, so I think yes. we're going to get to a point where Let's, we can do um, another one. Sorry, I just drank too much seltzer and just had a bubble. Um, if you have any listener stories, let's... Um, have a date. Let's set a date again. Okay. To get your listener stories in if you do have one. Yeah. Because um, I do feel like we have enough to maybe do another episode. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we had our first international listener write in. We did. Yes. From the UK. So I don't know if you wanted your name mentioned, but if you do, let me know. Yeah. Um, but thank you. Because that always blows. That's awesome. I love that we have so many, obviously, followers in the US. But, like, the fact that people in other countries listen, listen to, to us. us. Yeah. Just blows my mind. So please write in. Wherever you're from. We love to hear from you. Yeah. And we know you all have dogs and pets, so send them in, too. Send them. Yes, so send cute. it. Yes. So. Okay. Anything else? I think that's it. I got it. My, my instrument is, is tired, and I have to go stir my soup. Yeah, you gotta go stir that and soup. And you gotta go do the laundry. And I gotta do laundry. We gotta have clothes. <laughs> gotta wash our bloomers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. All right. So we will sign off for now, but we hope you are staying safe during this craziness, and we hope you kept you entertained at least for a little bit. Stay safe, stay spooky. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your ghoul friends. Take away. Bye, ghoul, bye. Bye.